1: I'm about to do to you what Limp Biscuit did to music in the late nineties. Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ.
0: My hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 7th. Almost said June 7th. <laughs> January 7th. That was June 7th. This has been a long trip. I wonder Ooh. if
1: I'm still employed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, who you just heard, Mr. Tony Filippo. Tony, how you doing today?
1: Ah, doing great today, Chris. Uh, it's great to be on the show. It's, it's great to be home, having fun. A lot of visits uh, underway, so the, uh, the quote-unquote rock star life, right? Uh, <laughs> the uh, gone all day, out all night, home eat late, uh, up early kind of
0: Yeah, it seems like, seems like every time you come home, you have to set up like a sign-up sheet for people just to uh, occupy <laughs> your time.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's it's nice. It's not a bad feeling. It is great to see people. It's fun. Um, I get to explain what I do. <laughs> I got to get back for a radio show. And, you know, a lot of them, they know I do a radio show, but then some of them, it's like they're hearing it for the first time. So.
0: Uh, well, anytime we get new <laughs> listeners, that's always a good thing. Yeah, so. no, definitely. It's a good thing. So but <laughs> it's a great morning. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and kick off the show the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host, Tony, have you ever been to a hospital for any medical procedure, and for how long were you there?
1: Um, Yeah, I have, obviously, uh, we'll go old school. Um, When I was in first grade, I climbed Seahill in Carson City, and uh, I went hiking with some friends, which I would not advise for first graders to go do. (laughs) And uh, we were walking this path, we were coming down from the sea, and then the uh, little path gave way, it was just this little dirt path, and I ended up tumbling. It'll probably seem a little more dramatic because I was a kid. But mm-hmm. uh, um, I, I would say I probably went down 50 or 60 feet down the hill, just tumbling all the way down. It's like a Simpsons episode, you know, where Homer uh, <laughs> it doesn't jump the gorge and you go down the hill. Right. And, well, so I tumbled down the hill and I split my head open <sighs> and uh, my knee and I could see my kneecap. There was blood pouring Ooh. down my face. I remember screaming like, oh! And I guess you can echo it through the mountains. And they had to get, like, uh, the ambulance had to climb the mountain and get me. And uh, luckily, I'm here, so I didn't die. Right. But at the time, yeah, I was in the hospital for a day. And that's actually, believe it or not, the longest I've been personally in a hospital my entire life was in first grade.
0: And I assume you probably wouldn't want to be there any longer than you had to be, right? No,
1: no. Especially you got, I would imagine, uh, first grade version of me was a antsy little dude so mm. <laughs> i wouldn't imagine that being too fun
0: yeah well all that goes to say that a chinese man and his parents have agreed to move out of a beijing hospital after living there continuously for six years
1: no thank you this would be your uh, sound like nope
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one really likes spending more time than they have to in hospitals which is why most people can't wait to get discharged But that's not always the case. In 2014, a man surnamed Tian was admitted to a top Beijing hospital with symptoms that included nausea, vomiting, and unsteady gait. He was supposed to spend a few days there after a medical procedure, but following a dispute regarding his medical bill, he ended up living there for six years along with his parents. This weird saga finally came to an end last week when the hospital squatters finally agreed to move out. In 2014, Tian showed up to the hospital complaining of having experienced nausea and vomiting for two months and of being on shaky legs for nine days. His parents accompanied him and stayed with him for the entire period that he received treatment for his health problems. But when the time came for him to be discharged, Tian learned that he had to pay for his stay, so he accused the hospital of administering him an inappropriate treatment and refused to leave. Tian and his parents turned his hospital room into their own home, bringing in pots and pans and filling the place with groceries and other personal belongings. Despite several attempts from the hospital to get them to leave, the three stayed put, even spending the Lunar New Year, a holiday traditionally associated with families gathering at their homes in the hospital.
1: Is that what that is? That is. Oh. When you go to Panda Express and you take their survey to get the free appetizer, which I highly recommend if you like Panda Express, Mm. they always ask you what... Would you like to know more about the lunar holiday? And I usually say no.
0: (laughs) Well, now you know. Now I know. The hospital took the family to court on several occasions and in 2019 even waived demands for 1.26 million yuan, Ah. uh, which is about $195,000 in medical costs just to have them leave. They provided proof that Tian didn't need any medical attention and could be discharged, arguing that he was occupying hospital resources that could be used to treat real patients. However, last year, Tian countersued the hospital, alleging medical negligence, and the saga continued. Last week, Judge Liu Shengli of Beijing Zheng District People's Court ruled that Tian and his parents were to finally leave the hospital ward. They had been squatting in for the past six years, but also that they were entitled to compensation from the hospital. That is crazy. So the hospital ended up having to pay them after they occupied those resources for six months. Years. That's crazy. It's
1: ridiculous. I couldn't imagine being there because that was gonna be my question. Uh, but you answered it during the uh, story. Was how expensive would that damn bill though?
0: Well, because, in the U.S., it would have been way more expensive. Ooh. I mean, one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars is like a week in the hospital yeah. around here. Fun fact for Phoenix
1: fans: I hate hospitals, and it takes a lot for me to even step foot in one. Like, <laughs> not, and it's it's personal reasons, but. Like, I got to be on it. I got to be in a lot of pain to go, man. Like, oh, I am a hothead. I just I just don't go. There's a lot of stigma for me on that. I don't well, and like the food's
0: it. not that great either. So Yeah, that's uh, what
1: my dad said. He, You know, when he got out, he's just like, I was sick of the food.
0: Yeah, so what's the incentive for staying so long? Yeah. Other than probably being uh, homeless otherwise. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hoo-ha, wah-ha. Well, folks, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is Thursday, the third day. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, Uh one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday! (laughs) The third day, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, it is Thursday, and as we do on Thursdays, we look at America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, I'm talking about Florida, man. We have another edition of Today Years Old. Our call-in topic today is Zoom Horror Stories. Uh, When did video conferencing go wrong for you? We have a segment called I Saw the Sign.
1: And it opened up your eyes.
0: It did. We close out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 7th. Now, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line, which is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you're sitting in a hotel hot, not a hotel, a hospital room (laughs) for the last six years listening to us right now. I
1: think you got vacation on the mind. Hot,
0: June. Hotel. hotel. I know, I know. But if you are in a hospital and you do want to call us and let us know about your experience, go ahead and do so. On the Phoenix Line at 855 Phoenix Radio, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news.
1: Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, January seventh, twenty twenty-one. Here is your Filippo Fast Five. <laughs> Saucer Baron Cohen uh, says, "Corn, corn, uh, <laughs> corn." Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> 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 says there won't be another Borat movie. He's going to retire Borat, and they're going to—he's going to put him in the cupboard, lock. That's all right, but put it away, uh, uh, President Trump. Dr. Dre's home was hit by burglars after his brain aneurysm hospitalization. People are savages, dude. That was awful. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen says, Dr. Strange sequel halts filming due to COVID surge. No! Kim and Kanye are reportedly divorcing. Woohoo! I don't have sound bites, so Trevor Lawrence, Clemson quarterback, declares for NFL draft, skipping his senior season. Woohoo! Oh, duh! It's gonna be a Jaguar. He's gonna be a Jet. Yeah, no, I think he'd be a Jaguar. Yeah, uh-huh. Jaggy. Shit, I don't know who you play for. Would you play for the Jags or the Jets?
0: Jags. Yeah, I would. all day long.
1: Yeah, it's warmer. It's better. The owner seems to have more money. I mean, all you have to do is just do your little five-year, you know, you do your four-year, your four five-year rookie deal to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Raise your stock, put yourself on the market, and go where you want to go. At yeah, that and
0: when Minshew burns out, then uh, you step in and... Become the star.
1: Oh, I bet you Minchu ends up on the Broncos or something. Probably (laughs) Minchu. (laughs) I digress. All right, on to the entertainment news. AMC Theaters is trying to raise 125 million dollars as the bankruptcy fight continues. That's it. That's all they need, man. Oh, I'll write a check tomorrow. They're doing everything. So just. For just little, literally about $1,000 a day, you could save AMC Theaters.
0: Where's Sally Struthers when you need her?
1: Yeah, we need the sad music, the uh, uh, In Sarah McLaughlin's. the McBuffins. arms
0: of the angels.
1: Movie theaters are dying across the nation. <laughs> and only you, for just $1,000 a day, can bring it back to life. <laughs> Cue the Evanescence song. <laughs> Make me up inside. All right. Uh, the largest movie theater chain in the U.S. has been in financial troubles most of 2020. Again, uh, well, 2021 at least is later in the year may offer greener pastures. Here and now, things continue to look grim. AMC is attempting to raise, like it says in the headline, 125 million dollars, but they're going to do a new stock offering to help stay afloat for the short term. According to a new filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, AMC is attempting to sell as many as 50 million shares of stock in new round in funding. This is a strategy the company has already employed in 2020, raising more than $100 million with previous stock offering. The filming warns that if they fail to raise the funds they need, bankruptcy is likely coming. Oh man. So the rest of like one of the biggest things they're fighting obviously is the pandemic and then you got streaming services like AB HBO Max I say ABC Max. HBO Max as well as theaters uh not being open. Yeah, there's a lot of challenges. I mm-hmm. I guess you got to do what you got to do to stay to stay afloat. It re- it really stinks. I know Century or I mean Regal is uh wanting to find a way to 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 get back open and everything in the L.A. and uh, uh, New York markets because those have been shut down the entire time. They never even got to experience cheapy movies. Yeah, like it was just uh, everything being done. I you know being an avid uh, movie buff and fan and all that good stuff. It, it really is um, one of those things that's just whatever we could do to to get it to, to stay afloat. I'm all bo- I'm all
0: for it. Well, and I think ultimately that these big chain theaters need to change their business model around a little bit just based on everything that's going on. But, uh, you know, Alamo Drafthouse, they're still killing it. Uh, Our local Galaxy theaters, they're pretty similar to the Alamo Drafthouse sort of feel with uh, what they offer with beer and wine and and quality food. I think the big boys need to do that as well.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be nice to... um to do something great like that. Um, the Alamo Draft House, they, wonderful, wonderful theater experience. I, I wish Nevada had one. Uh, me too. Colorado's got two of them, which is great. But, of course, like me living in Fort Collins, it's a little harder
0: to go Ooh, see. A little bit of a drive. Yeah,
1: but I tell you what, the experience is great. So if you guys have one in your town, uh, definitely uh, worth checking out. So uh, moving on from movie theater news, this today's is all kind of just random. That's okay. Random. Like, seriously, it's all random today. Punky Brewster, she's back. Peacock knocked it out of the park, was saved by the Bell reboot. Yeah, it's a matter of... I don't know about knocking that, it out of the park. Matter but. of opinion on that one, and that's not my opinion. Now, its next classic revival is coming up to the plate. Nobody. Punky Brewster. Nope. <laughs> It'll feature the return of Soil Moon Fry and will also feature the return of Punky's best friend, Cherry. Played, She's coming back. Cherry Johnson. Right on. Yeah, I thought she was also in Family Matters. I thought so too. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to Variety, we have also our first look at the new project and the full cast, which um, is going to be 10 episodes. It's going to hit the service of the Peacock Cock on February 25th. The original show... Aired from 84 to 88, followed the adventures of Punky, played by Fry, a young girl being raised by her foster dad, Henry, played by George Gaines, which, obviously, he's not coming back. No. In the revival, we discover that Punky is now a single mother of three children trying to get her life back on track. Didn't we do that with Fuller House? As for the other parent, that would be her ex-husband, Travis, who is played by Freddie Prinz Jr.
0: Seriously. Yep. (laughs) Freddie Prinz in the punky. Have you seen him in that, uh, I want to say it's a Geico commercial, he looks like a cancer patient. No. I mean, he looks unfathomably thin.
1: Yeah, he looks super thin in this thing. Like, he looks like I do in some of my jeans. They're super baggy, even though they're really small. Uh, The show also stars Noah Cattell... Oliver De Santos and Lauren Lindsay Donzies. And, uh, you know, it definitely looks like a Fuller House. I think they're right. I think all these shows are writing uh, what the success of Fuller House was coming back. Exactly. The the only problem when you bring back nostalgia shows is there's only, for me, there's only been one successful show to do this and it wasn't based off of a show. It was based off of a movie. And that, my friends, is Cobra Kai. (sighs) Ah. They did that awesome. Mm. Like I'm, I'm telling you, you, watch Cobra Kai. Skip Saved by the Bell. I thought Saved by the Bell was awful. I mean, it is. Say by the Bell was horrible back when we were kids. We just happened to like it, but it, it is really bad. So
0: I'm holding out for the Alf reboot. Willie, <laughs> I like cats. That's what I do in Mill mac
1: <laughs> Why does my nose look like a penis? Hey, Willie.
0: <laughs> Good old Gordon Chumway. Oh, Chumway, Chumway.
1: Oh, yeah, this is a random story. So, your favorite rapper, Cardi B. Yeah, it's, and we're not, nope. gonna, we're not going to talk about the uh, wet ass pierogi. Uh, no, no, like uh, on this, this week's episode of WWE's Monday Night Raw, um, there was a scene where, uh, A wrestler named Angel Garza and uh, legend Tori Wilson, as it was legend night, he tried to give her a rose. She got rid of him by saying Cardi B, Kendall Jenner, and Ariana Grande were in the other room living their best life, and Cardi looked especially good that night. He should go introduce himself. So he went into this room, and she obviously wasn't there. After Cardi B saw this, she had a few words for Vince McMahon. (laughs) www.ttt.fff.com. Cry, laugh, cry, shrug emoji. This is not how my WWE debut was supposed to be. Vince McMahon, count your effing days. Oh, my Uh, God. Who the hell cares? This is funny. And then she lost her mind and says, what a great night for me. I remember your first debut with two dudes you used to be with. Just, wow, OMG, I'm gagging. I'm so hype. And and then later, there was another wrestler that just said, yeah, if Cardi B was really here, I'd kick her uh ass and then and then she responded i don't I want oh that was just back and forth yeah. see th- this is what I mean. I was pulling straws for so.
0: <laughs> and uh, aside from her w w e beef, she also is at war with Peppa pig right now,
1: is she yeah, oh my God, okay, so it, she's fighting the w w e and
0: Peppa pig she just needs to go away
1: yeah, she does and and then I know she was in the news last week because she's like, I would not let my daughter listen to to my music well. No one should have to listen to your music. And I can't believe that WAP was a thing. Like,
0: It's, yeah. 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 It's crazy. The degeneration of our... uh, Degeneration. Civilization.
1: Yeah. Well, more random news here. We have one more random. And then uh, we'll go to the birthdays because they're punny today, so they're fun. All right. All right. So, um, Night of the Living Dead is coming back. Yeah. In a children's book. Ooh. Yeah, so this is fun. Apparently, there's going to be a Night of the Living Dead children's book um, from Gory Books. They're available to pre-order right now, um, but, well, here's the official description. Introducing Gory Books, a series of children book adaptations of iconic horror properties from Broke Horror Fan and Winter Entertainment. The debut installment is George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. This... Pro, It says literally, this produce is now officially licensed by Image 10. It should say this product, product yeah. but they wrote produce. Explore the foundations of fright through intriguing illustrations by Will Perkins as a group of strangers barricade themselves in an old farmhouse to ward off an enroging plague of flesh-eating zombies. Three variant colors covers are available. Um, it is pretty cool-looking, these covers. Um, I think that's kind of neat. Um I don't know how... I I guess you could do that from, like, the young adult. Uh, kind of like how we had goosebumps mm-hmm. and... Um, what is that? Scary stories to tell in the dark. Like, those were all pretty dark. So, this is actually not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, I'll probably pick it up for Corbin.
1: Yeah, I think that's cool. Well, that's it for your really random entertainment news. Let's dance on into the birthday, shall we? It's my birthday. Oh, yeah. it's my birthday. Oh, man, this birthdays today this failed superman rolled snake eyes and on that roll um but it's no con that this national treasure has a face for the rock off the bay in san fran look out it's a bird it's a plane it's a dust storm it's not carson city nah it's just big daddy's birthday that's Nicolas cage he's 56 don't put clint in the locker he may go rogue and put the hurt on you he was born to be a hawk with an eye for avenging local superstar and uh uh, well local superstar here in nevada jeremy renner 49 Uh, Dynamic quarterback who was unanimous selection as a 2019 NFL MVP after a historic season with the Baltimore Ravens. He was the 2016 Heisman Trophy winner at Louisville and was selected 32nd overall in the 2018 draft by the Ravens. Screw the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is 23. Hate the Ravens. Sorry. (laughs) American-born English actress who had her major breakout role as Maggie Green. Um on the walking dead she later starred as greta evans in 2016 the bay in 2019 she was in a short lived show whiskey caliber it's it got shot like martha wayne but it's okay maggie's back in black laura cohen 38 good looking girl too um it's never enough for this denver native no he's bad company but he knows the way of the fish the fish, the fish. <laughs> the fish. <laughs> <laughs> wash, wash the bleeding and all that away because he's known. He's on the wrong side of heaven and the righteous side of hell. The five finger death punch lead vocalist Ivan Moody is forty, um, and he's his foot is loose and he's all right because he's on the highway to the danger zone. Keep playing with them boys, Kenny Loggins. It's your birthday, seventy two. Wow. And lastly, the sleaziest, the douchiest, the lamest nerd of all time screech Dustin Diamond is 44 <laughs> those are your birthday today <laughs> for not June 7th January 7th January 7th
0: exactly yeah. yeah well folks that does it for the entertainment news when we come back we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there Ooh. yes it's time for Florida Man don't go anywhere we'll be back after these messages after these messages oh, oh, we'll be right oh, oh. back Get everything you need for The Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix media radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is The Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 7th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I can be reached at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix radio. That's Christian with a K Phoenix with an F radio, of course, with an R or on Instagram and Twitter, 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 at, Twitter at Phoenix media radio. Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. Nope. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony. Dot, God. Words
1: words are hard today.
0: They are. Tony dot sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O.94 or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. You know, we got to get you a... I got to fix
1: that Facebook once I'm out because I never picked 94. I have no associations with 9 or 4, just so anyone knows. I didn't pick that.
0: Very weird. Well, We'll get that fixed for you. But in any case, that's where we can be reached. Now it is Thursday, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange, strange things that happen down there. It's always a good time. It is time for Florida Man. Oh, good for
1: you. Good for you weirdos in Florida. All right.
0: Florida. So,
1: Florida. We're going down to Pinellas County, Florida, where a Florida man denied syringes where his after... Okay, this is what it says, all right? A Florida man denied syringe... He was denied syringes. See, this is the hard thing when you're Ron <laughs> Burgundy and you read what they write. Like, yeah, I, I flub up a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. But the I'm just going to have to fix it myself. A Florida man was denied syringes where his... Uh, after jail that were his after jail officials found them in his rectum during a strip search ouch Wesley Scott 40 was arrested on Friday on an outstanding warrant charging him with drug possession according to WPLG when Scott was searched at the jail officers found three syringes inside his rectum Scott claimed he found the syringes and they're not his after they're not I don't know know what happened (laughs) although he did not explain how they ended up in his buttocks he and he is being charged with introducing contraband into a correctional facility, and his bond was set up to five thousand dollars. Wesley Scott, you're not very smart, sir. Hold on to your butts. I don't know why they got there there. <laughs> wow. Okay, so this one's a fun one. Florida man arrested after argument over a cheesesteak. Here we go. Odessa, Florida. Florida man was arrested on disorderly conduct charge after he got into an argument with the cashier over a cheesesteak sandwich. Mm, cheesesteak. no, oh, sounds so good. Doesn't it, though? Joseph Lagana of Port Ritchie was at the Gun Highway Flea Market in Odessa on Sunday when he got into an argument with the cashier about receiving a sesame seed bun on a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, okay, I wouldn't get into an argument over it, but... According to Pasco County Sheriff's Office affidavit, a deputy called to defuse the situation said Lagana was being loud and argumentative to patrons at the flea market and he was heavily intoxicated. <laughs> no, chase, machine
0: on my cheesesteak. I do what he's going to be on an Amorosa roll. You know what, to be fair, a true cheese stick has to be on an Amarosa yep. roll, but it's not worth getting into a no, fight over
1: No, no, you just, whatever, it is what it is. Laguna was booked into jail on a misdemeanor charge, and his was much less than the last gentleman's, as he is only on a $100 bond versus that 5000 Where Way to go, a-hole! Oh, another a-hole down in Pasco County, Florida, as a Florida man is in jail facing a charge for domestic battery. The Pasco County Sheriff's Office told WFLA that Robert Houston became so enraged when he learned his father helped he felt his father helped deliver him at birth he shoved a pizza in his face. <laughs> Investigators don't know why that the news would set the 33 year old suspect off. They said his, they said he held his father down in a chair and yelled at him. The victim began to flail around trying to get the defendant off of him at which at one point he went outside and waited for law enforcement. When law enforcement arrived, the suspect walked up to a deputy, turned around with his hands behind him, and told him he knew he was going to jail. Investigators found a slice of pizza on a chair. Cheese and sauce covered the area, the father told deputies. He went to walk his dogs, and Houston was on the front porch waiting for a pizza delivery. When the dad got back, that's when the chaos began. Two other relatives corroborated the dad's story. Houston was booked on Thursday and being held on a hundred and fifty
0: dollar bond so Has right the in the planet
1: middle. Gone why'd you give birth to me you can eat this domino's pizza daddy dude <laughs> eat it
0: describing the pizza i halfway expected there'd be like a chalk outline you know <laughs> officially by the police a little <laughs> number right. tag next There's, to it
1: a little pepperoni outline there <laughs> we, we put sausages on his eyeballs Oh, man. Let's go on down. Uh, Florida reptile store owner put lizard in mouth, smacked employees with critter in attack. Wow. Isn't that weird? Oh, man. rut <laughs> row. R- r- he looks like a uh, drugged out Aaron Lewis from Stained. He's <laughs> his certainly got a taste for the unusual. A Florida reptile store owner made no- is now notorious after a man died during a. Uh, Okay, so he was made notorious because a man died during a 2012 insect-eating contest at the business. Now he's behind bars after he smacked employees with a bearded dragon lizard and even put it in his mouth during a bizarre attack. Benjamin Siegel faces several charges, including battery and cruelty to animals. The incident on Friday at Ben Smeagle Reptiles. I guess it's Siegel, but (laughs) Ben (laughs) (laughs) Smeagol. dragons and bounces. his, his deerfield beach uh, business the eccentric owner is seen on surveillance tape throwing the lizard in the air and swinging it around by the tail. Sneagle is also reportedly seen slapping his employees with the helpless critter and throwing Gatorade on the workers at the store in West Hillsborough Boulevard. It's unclear if the lizard was killed, but Siegel faces uh, cruelty and animal charges. Wow, I bet. Oh, right. good for you. And lastly, today in Florida, man, Florida man threatens to kill neighbors with Kindness. Oh, Acts of kindness are usually sweet, but not this one. A Florida man was arrested for aggravated battery, aggravated assault after threatening to kill two neighbors with kindness. Well, he slapped the thing. Milton resident 30-year-old Brian Stewart wasn't referring to a traditional act of love. He meant his machete-style knife he called kindness. A neighbor told the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office that he could hear Stewart Tell someone that he was going to kill them with kindness after the neighbor approached his house out of concern for the people in the home. Stewart allegedly came out of the house with a knife and a cut, a half inch wound into the victim. So, ouch. Uh, that's all that it has on You are hunt.
0: so dumb. You are really dumb.
1: Yeah, for real. Like, it's like, what do you do? Oh, okay. Then it says. Another neighbor said that at midnight he could hear Stuart say someone in the house said he was going to kill them with kindness. So this guy, he has a full-on mullet, totally nutty... but that was all it says he was he was charged with aggravated assault deadly weapon without the intent to kill and battery he is in jail with a twenty thousand dollar bond so he has the highest bond of all the idiots in florida and that's it for florida man
0: (laughs) folks florida man never disappoints now when we come back we have a segment called today years old we've done it a couple times and it's always a good time folks don't go anywhere we will be right back And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 7th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all while you're there be sure to subscribe that way you always have the latest episode leave a review let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring now speaking of sharing is caring something that we like to do every once in a while is a segment called today years old people sharing things that they were today years old when they learned and so uh, some fun interesting historical facts or just facts in general so uh, in this case I'm going to use the Batman transition just because it's fun As we I, go between stories,
1: I was gonna say you could see the Batmobile, the the one from the uh, Adam West and Burt Ward series, down, uh-huh. down at the Carson Nugget. Is it really? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh yeah. There's I a to have big, to go down there. There's a big size. Like, I come see the the Batmobile from the show. So. All right. It's in right. Carson City. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's kick off with this first one. I was today years old. That uh, when I learned that in 2018, a hacker broke into people's routers, about 100,000 of them, and patched their vulnerabilities up so they couldn't be abused by other hackers. I mean, basically a hacker with a heart of gold. It's uh, crazy that somebody would do that as opposed to take advantage of people.
1: Right. Oh. Whoa.
0: He's going into my modem.
1: Whoa. <laughs> what the hell is uh, going on?
0: You've got mail. Huh.
1: <laughs> Welcome.
0: Oh, oh, I don't miss that sound. At,
1: no, aww. my gosh. It, well, it's, it freaked me out. Like, I thought we were having technical difficulties. No. I was like, oh, wait just, a minute. Just a sound effect. We're going on brown, uh, broadband.
0: Brown band. Brown band. All right, moving on boy (laughs) today years old when i learned that after losing her position in a university's anatomy department in 1938 rita levy montelsini set up a laboratory in her bedroom and studied the growth of nerve fibers in chicken embryos this work led to her discovery of nerve growth factor for which she was awarded a nobel prize in 1986 so it goes to show that uh, you know your little side projects at home little science experiment in the bathroom might get you a nobel prize at some point
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, Nobel Prize. That's every time I hear that now, I always think of the Big Bang Theory.
0: <laughs> I, oh, I would win a yeah. It, it, you get a million dollar um, check, reward, cash. I don't know. They probably do it in small bills or a metal suitcase, but uh, that would be worth winning the prize
1: Oh, absolutely, for. absolutely. I didn't know it came with a million dollar win.
0: Oh yeah, Ooh. oh yeah. Let's move on. I was to date. Years old when I learned about the symbiotic relationship of wolves and ravens. Ravens will lead wolves to prey so that they can take a portion of the leftovers, play games of tail chasing with each other, and develop individual friendships. I had no idea. I did not know that.
1: Do you wonder if that's why they kind of had like the wolves and uh, ravens ties in Game of Thrones a little
0: bit? Ooh, probably. Because they
1: did reference a lot of that.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I never put that together, but... Hey, that makes a lot of sense. It
1: does, because I'm also this day's old learning that. So there you go.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Let's move on. Here's one that's uh, definitely in our realm. I was today years old when I learned that uh, when filming the TV series, The Mandalorian in 2019, the crew ran out of Stormtrooper costumes. So they reached out to the local branch of a Star Wars fan organization whose members came to join the filming in their own homemade Stormtrooper costumes. I had no idea. Really, I didn't either. You couldn't tell. No. Well, you know, the 501st, which I'm sure they're referencing here, uh, their costumes have to be screen accurate. So it makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, that totally makes sense, so.
0: Very, very cool stuff. All right, uh, moving on. (laughs) I was today years old when I learned that in January 1960, white jazz pianist Dave Brubeck canceled a 25-day tour of colleges and universities across the American South after 22 schools had refused to allow his black bassist, Eugene Wright, to perform. He also canceled a TV show where they didn't want him to show. Um, Good guy, obviously, you want to support your bandmates, and uh, I think that was the right stance to take.
1: I agree. I think that is definitely the way to go with that.
0: All right, uh, moving on with today years old. Here's something interesting. Given the age of technology and the world that we live in, I was today years old when I learned that paper books still outsell e-books by a huge margin, even among young people. Now, for me, I love the feel of a paper book and turning the pages and reading. Um, I'm not a big fan of the e-books, but you would have figured that at least you know the younger generations, they'd be all about the e-books. Guess not.
1: No, I personally, I'm just. I like the real book. Like, I'd much rather flip the pages and and know where I left off than just read. Because I mean, you stare at a screen enough. It's it's a nice break it away is. from a from a, an electronic screen all day. Well, that's
0: the thing. You know, books have a, a, a unique smell to them and feel, and you know, there, there's nothing like it. Uh, so, you know, after you listen to our show, go ahead and sit down with a good book, and uh, you know. Uh, keep keep the trend going yeah absolutely all right let's keep moving i was today years old when i learned that honeybee venom rapidly kills aggressive breast cancer cells and when the venom's main component is combined with existing chemotherapy drugs it is extremely efficient at reducing tumor growth in mice boy we need to be doing more with that i mean anything that can cure breast cancer or put it to bay um, is absolutely worth it oh absolutely
1: that's it's huge
0: so cool so cool the advancements in uh, medicine and technology um, it's only going to get better as we go along hopefully society remains
1: <laughs> yeah oh gosh yeah isn't that the
0: truth oh, let's move on <laughs> I was today years old when I learned that after Marcelo Bielsa became manager of Leeds United Football Club, that's soccer for us here in the U.S., (laughs) he found out that the average fan had to work three hours to pay for a match ticket. He called his players together and made them pick up litter from around the training ground for three hours to appreciate how the fans labored for their passion. It's a great way to do it I mean obviously athletes you know and especially in uh, soccer football in Europe, uh, they're some of the highest paid athletes in the world and you know there, there's that disconnect between what, what the fans have to do to afford a ticket to what they're doing to entertain those fans it might be something that uh, the NFL would want to uh, take under their belt right. All right uh, let's see moving on. <laughs> I was today years old when I learned that in September 1945, Australian journalist Wilfred Burchett defied U.S. restrictions and snuck snuck into Hiroshima by train. Burchett was the first to tell the world about the effects of radiation on the victims of the bombing, which the U.S. denied both before and after his story was published. And of course, you know, history tells us that uh, the fallout was almost worse than the bomb itself. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. I was today years old when I learned that there are otter gangs in Singapore who fight for territories. It is well followed by the locals and the press. Each gang has names and reputations. That's crazy. I wonder if they're the sharks and the jets and (laughs) flashing switchblades and knives.
1: Yeah, for reals, otters? Yeah? Yeah.
0: Ooh. And it's funny, because it, I'll, I'll post this on our when, Facebook page. When you page. say
1: otter gang, I, 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 I thought of the Muppets, the, the otters, like the Jug Band oh, yeah. like Christmas or whatever that was. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to post a picture on our Facebook page, but you'll see a picture of two rival otter gangs getting ready to go at it. It's ooh, it's ooh, interesting. Ooh, it's ooh, scary and cute all at the same yeah. time. <laughs> Let's move on. I was today years old when I learned that a man named Goran Krope from Sweden rode his bicycle to Nepal, climbed Mount Everest alone without Sherpas or bottled oxygen, then cycled back to Sweden again. That's some initiative.
1: That is. Is that true?
0: Uh, apparently, there's a picture of the guy. and
1: That seems pretty hardcore. I don't know.
0: And uh, you know, it was probably done in the '70s, '80s. So uh, you know, it's not like the you know turn of the century where uh, you know people are like, "Yeah, I climbed Mount Everest." Right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It seems crazy because don't people like when they climb Nepal? Oh, or or like he climbed Everest, right? Correct. Yeah, I've, it doesn't. A lot of people die on the way up there. That
0: they do, and they leave yeah. the bodies there too. Yeah, it just freezes over. And then finally, in today years old. <laughs> I was today years old when I learned that a Guatemalan boy saw soldiers come into his village and murder his parents along with the rest of the village, was adopted and raised in an abusive household by one of the men who massacred the villagers and later gave testimony that sent the killer to prison with a 6,000 year sentence. Oh, I feel so sorry for that kid. I mean, could you imagine having that life? No, no. Oh, no. Awful. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the first hour, but don't fret, there's still plenty ahead with our second hour. We're going into our long break. Listen to the news. Take a potty break. Get some tea like Tony's going to do, and we'll see you guys in about seven minutes. wash my hands of this weirdness welcome back everybody to the second hour of the christian phoenix radio show it is thursday january 7th we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy crazy world still joined by my co-host mr tony sanfilippo with a nice fresh hot cup of tea tone how you doing
1: doing good buddy it is is good to be back on for hour number two the fast hour
0: yeah it's always like the the first hour is like okay that felt like an hour second hour is gone like that blink of an eye
1: yeah, it goes quick. So,
0: <laughs> Well, uh, this is being the top of the second hour, the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers about our topic of the day. Now, we do put that topic out uh, the day in advance to give you guys a chance to call on the Phoenix line at 855-Phoenix-Radio. That's 855 N I X R D O or 855-336-4973. That way you can chime in and we'll play your call on the next day's topic. Or you can comment live on our Facebook uh, live video at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio of course with an R. Just click on the live video and comment in there. Today's topic is Zoom Horror Stories. And it doesn't have to be just Zoom, it could be Skype, it could be Microsoft Meetings. Teleconferencing horror stories. Now obviously in the age that we're living in right now, a lot of people working from home, Zoom has become a huge thing. Not everybody quite understands how to use it, and then there's other people who take advantage of its use. For instance, for me, um, God, it was probably back in March, was at the other station working for the other guys and uh, producing the morning show. And of course, we were using Zoom to connect people up. And at that time, we didn't have a password into place because uh, really, we didn't think we needed it. You know, obviously, we had our unique meeting ID and people would join in through that single meeting ID. Well, somebody found that out somehow broadcasted out to everybody. And uh, before the show started, luckily, it didn't go out over the air. Opened up Zoom and there were probably about 60 windows, half of them with penises just flopping around there in the wind or people working out naked. And I have no idea why or, or, you know, who who would do something like that. But, uh, yeah, so that was our Zoom horror story just because... you never quite know what to do when that happens. Obviously, we uh, changed the meeting ID, we put a password into effect, and of course, you know, if you had the password and it leaked out, then uh, you got into trouble if uh, you know, penises started showing up again. But uh, you know, that was a thing that a lot of people were running into being hijacked on Zoom. Um, it was a little disconcerting. Yeah, to say the least.
1: That's crazy, man. (laughs) I can't say I've had any of the Zoom horror stories. I've heard of them, and it usually pertain to the random penises popping in. So
0: (laughs) the other thing is, you know, always make sure that, uh, you know, if you don't want your camera on, that you, you know, turn the camera off. Or if you uh, don't want what you are saying to be heard, hit that mute button. Because, uh, you know, even if you're having what you think is a private conversation and that mute button is still on, well or, uh, you know, unmuted, it can go out over and, uh, you know, people can get hurt. And uh, it's just, you know, be careful.
1: No, absolutely. Because you might say something that uh, somebody else will hear uh, that you might not want to hear.
0: It's like that.
1: (laughs) Or like if you're gassy, like you ate at the King Buffet or something, uh, you might be a little rumbly and grumbly, you know.
0: (laughs) It's just the chair. It's the leather in the chair, I swear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I think Ron pooped his pants. (laughs)
0: yeah and you know the other thing with zoom is uh, don't boy what's the best way to put this test it out before you use it yeah you know i've heard so many zoom conversations and calls and things like that where people sound like they're in a fishbowl or that they're like 10 feet away from the microphone you know if you're going to be using zoom on a regular basis get a a usb mic get uh you know put earbuds in uh you know don't don't make it sound like you're sitting on the crapper and uh you know it's, it's got that echoey sound to it right yeah.
1: well and that's the thing you and i have been doing zoom uh before the pandemic we, before it was cool before it was cool you and i use zoom uh, for our proton pack uh, podcast and uh you know it never got hacked thank god but you know it comes with a lot of audio issues there's we have to tinker with it and we, we try to get on about 10-15 minutes before uh, a podcast time before a phoenix time uh, and there's usually issues with it So yeah
0: I mean they've got so many little settings and things that you can do with it that uh, you know if it's not set up right or you click the wrong setting You can run into those sorts of issues. Now, with that being said, Zoom, we have found, is the best quality out of, uh, you know, all the different services compared to Skype or uh, Microsoft meetings, which is why we continue to use it. But it's still not ideal. Right. So, oh, am I boring you, Tone? No,
1: it's just one of those yawn sneak did.
0: (laughs) That's okay. But folks, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for your Zoom horror stories. Zoom! When (laughs) when have things gone wrong on your teleconference? Go ahead and chime in now. Head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with K, Phoenix with an F, Radio with an R. Click on the live video and then comment in there. When we come back, folks, it is all about you. We want to hear about your Zoom horror stories. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com for slash Phoenix Media radio Now back to the show and we are back, folks. This is the Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 7th. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show. Where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, about our topic of the day and then at the end of the segment we'll give you tomorrow's topic so you can call into the phoenix line at 855 phoenix radio now if you do want to chime in head over to our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio click into the live video comment there again our topic of the day is zoom horror stories basically video conferencing gone wrong gave you a couple examples in the last segment but now we want to hear from you guys uh now tony do you have anybody who chimed in on your end
1: i do i've got our our daily listeners, the Endress from Kearney, Nebraska, and um, um, Lacey said that all she has gotten is, I'm going to hold this up so I can look at the camera versus uh, looking down. I think that would just be better. Um, During uh, her Zoom baby shower, her mother-in-law's clock chimed every 15 minutes. I totally remember that. (laughs) Uh, We turned it into a drinking game. Of course, I was drinking water not really a horror story more funny than anything and i a hundred percent agree it was uh it's one time where we had like that was during the pandemic early parts of the pandemic uh, before baby Anders was born and and uh, lacy had set up this nice nice it was like everyone from the shipleys and like just all our friends all got together and we got to watch her open gifts and just chat with her. It was just a lot of people staring at their TVs not knowing what they were doing. Right. But there was the with the clock that chimed every fifteen minutes. I did forget about that. That was a great story. Her husband Michael said anytime we use Zoom for work, it is a bleeping horror story. <laughs> bleep Zoom. Bleep it in its bleeping ass. I love it. Um, He also said, Inconsistent user interface between platforms and devices. So damn fun to have to troubleshoot that bleep from halfway across the country for people with no tech skills. I hate that damn app.
0: Welcome to my world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and I censored that down, but it's a great read. I'm reading that text message. It's it's great, Michael. Thank you, brother.
0: Along the lines of Lacey's, (laughs) uh, you know, again, early on, I was producing a show where the guests were coming in via Zoom. And inevitably, somebody in their house had that uh, smoke detector where the battery needed to be changed every couple minutes that beep.
1: And then once you hear it, you don't unhear it. That's all you hear. Beep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they they did it for days. You know, it's uh, have the courtesy to change the batteries in your smoke detector because it's just going to drive people nuts terrible absolutely ridiculous Uh, anybody else chime in on your end no
1: I I went to my Facebook uh, feed um, and all I got was damn you Minchu." so that must have been from the earlier (laughs) one thanks Cody you are watching thanks sis love it Um, Hi to my cousin, Andrew Sugarfree. I know you're listening and watching, too. (laughs) Shout outs.
0: Well, uh, as we do, obviously, we pull up some uh, backup information for any of the topics. And uh, some people on Twitter shared their Zoom horror stories. And so we'll go through a few of those. I got a bad feeling about this. Put your butts. (laughs) (laughs) For instance, this one from uh, Twitter user Petty Clegg. Obviously, with Zoom, they've got the virtual green screens in the background or the uh, Snapchat-type filters where uh, you you can change your appearance a little bit. Well, uh, Patty said, uh, My boss turned herself into a potato on a Microsoft Teams meeting and can't figure out how to turn the setting off. (laughs) So she was just stuck like this the entire meeting. And there's a screen picture of it. It's hilarious. Um, Not only did she turn herself into a potato, but it also had the green screen background where uh, she's a potato underground. And
1: It's just hilarious. Like, that's why, like, you ever see the people on Zoom, they use, like, the the cheesy backgrounds, like, oh, I'm on a beach and things like that. And, yeah, sure, sometimes they're funny, but sometimes people don't know how to use it, and it's just awkward. Well, and that's
0: the other thing. If you don't have an actual green screen, don't use the virtual ones, because what it does is it ends up, like, fading out portion of your face and your body and... It just it looks weird.
1: It is weird. It's a little goofy, for sure.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Hold on to your butts. Ah, I like that one. This from Twitter user Ruskin says, Do not apologize when your pets jump into the frame on Zoom calls. Was just in a conference with the CEOs of major U.S. organizations and Muffin uh, jumped on my lap and the whole conversation stopped. Is that a cat? Show me the cat. Everyone needs a cat in these trying times. And I can say for a fact that, uh, you know, Jessie's done her Zoom calls from our rabbit room. We've got some uh, rabbits that uh, not only we own, but we also foster. And uh, they'll pop every once in a while. And they are showstoppers. The meetings will come to a complete halt while everybody just sort of, you know, awes and ooze over the, uh, you know, the bunnies themselves.
1: That bunny is so cute. His name is Niblets. Oh! (laughs)
0: Cute. <laughs> so I'm thrown off because there's an ad with a nasty like toenail thing. and ugh. Ugh. Oh, um, like,
1: you know, I've seen that one. It's got like the white stuff on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, mm. Anytime I open, uh, you know, the entertainment news or something from Facebook... It's usually on that one when I click on it. So I know exactly what you're
0: talking about. Well, let's move on with. uh, Delicious, right? Yeah. Zoom horror stories. Hold on to your butts. This from Twitter user Josh Carlos Josh. Okay. Says behind.
1: Josh Carlos Josh. He's in the land of Kazar.
0: (laughs) Behind every successful woman is an unsuccessful man not wearing pants. And uh, I mean, you hear stories about this all the time, where somebody's on a Zoom meeting. Of course, they're in their home, and uh, you know their significant other, who doesn't realize quite what's going on, will walk through the frame. Donald ducking it, or uh, completely naked, or <laughs> you know, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> can be uh, quite disconcerting. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's move on to our next one. Hold on to your butts. This is from Twitter user WB Jenna said, (laughs) and again, you know, if you're at home trying to do meetings and you've got kids, let them know when you're on the meeting. My kid just walked into my video conference, yelled, look at my penis, and hit the button on his fart machine. Working from home, going really great.
1: Yeah, it's going good. (laughs) Mommy, what what was the squeaks in the bedroom last night?
0: Oh, Ah, man. And, uh, you know, again, this is the interactive portion of the show. So if you do want to chime in with your Zoom horror story, just head over to our Facebook page. If you're not already there, click into the live video and comment with your horror story. Uh, It's got to be as good as these ones, right? (laughs) Yeah. Let's move on. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to them. This from Twitter user Naya Blizzard says uh, Enter first Zoom session for my World Theater History class. Classmate, what are the grades going to be like? My teacher, listen, it's the effing apocalypse. I really don't care as long as you come to the Zoom sessions. Getting or uh, everyone is getting an A. I love being a theater major. So, uh, hey, that's one of those things you just show up and automatically get an A. Very nice.
1: That's extremely nice.
0: Not so much of a horror story as it is uh, just uh, sort of a, a good side of things. All right. This one. Hold on to your butts. From Twitter user, Rimsha says, day three of working from home and my family started screaming while I was in a meeting and my co- co-worker remarked, now I understand why you prefer to go into the office every day. Uh, which is absolutely true. I mean, some people go to work to escape home, for lack of a better uh term you know it's uh it can be tough when you are around certain people 24 hours a day seven days a week uh luckily we don't run into that here with jesse but uh yeah you know what uh, people go to work to escape life
1: yeah it's kind of like that's why i feel really bad for kids that have to do their schoolwork from zoom and they have to be home to do it i you gotta have that interaction outside of it like home is home work is work school is school right <laughs> Like you have those different elements of life, but when you combine them all in one, like on paper, sometimes you think, well, that'd be awesome. You know, but it can get tough. Uh, You know, the Yendras, they do it really well. They've been doing uh, at-home work together for years um, versus uh, being in office because they work remotely. You know, their company's out of Florida and... Uh, they live in Nebraska, and they've done it very well. I'm sure they. I don't know if they've butted heads. They work in separate rooms. Michael has his office. Well they have a new. They have a new house now, so I don't know how their setup is now completely. But uh, you know, Lacey would work from the kitchen and uh, thing. Oh, and then she chimes in. The trick is to work in different rooms, which. They, they've done it well the entire time they they don't get on each other's nerves they don't fight at least not when I'm around so uh, you know they, they've done that before this whole this whole dumb thing that happened yeah. so yeah
0: and you're right you know uh, for kids who are doing it uh, doing school tele Teleschool or whatever you want to call it, you know, they miss that social aspect. Obviously, a big part of school is being there with your friends and interacting and having those social interactions as opposed to just learning. So, uh, you know, I feel bad for the kids, but uh, hopefully it'll all be over soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Well, I saw in uh, Carson yesterday, the uh, high school was back in action when I was helping my dad okay. move. Yeah, it was like full on, a lot of students leaving at 2 o'clock. All right. Add some flashbacks of my time. Maybe I'll have to do a Carson High reboot.
0: There you go. Go back, shoot some video. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll go back. I'll go be the gym teacher there, and then some <laughs> kid will make fun of me for having two red balls under my arm, like I, like my punk ass did. <laughs>
0: What goes around comes around. Anyway, I was trying
1: to just impress impress a girl.
0: Well, let's move on with our Zoom horror stories. Hold on to your butts. This one is hilarious. From Twitter user Gareth Barlow says, if you do work from home and have a Skype meeting, always consider if the art on the wall is A, in shot, and B, appropriate. And there's a picture of him with an illustration of a uh, farmer with its arm inside of a cow for lack of a better term (laughs) and the hand is where the udders would be it is disturbing and weird and i'm sure it would have been a lot of fun to see if you uh opened up that uh, zoom window
1: (laughs) at least they're having some fun with it you know uh You know, what's a train wreck too, you know, with Zoom. If you watch uh, YouTube's uh, Reunited Apart, Mm -hmm. um, while it is great that they get back casts of old movies that we love um, and you get them, when you get so many people on there, it is so weird to watch these celebrities like not know what to do or some do, like the main ones know (laughs) where to look, they know what to say, but then you get like, the like when they bring in the musician or they bring in the uh, you know, the lesser known or the less popular characters on the show, but they're like, Hey, we got them on here, anyways. Like the, the Cobra Kai one was great, but it was hard to watch because at one point you had so many people, mm. and then it's like the Brady Bunch, right? They're all looking up, they're looking to the sides, like, <laughs> just look at the camera, you can't see the person next to you there's no wall you yep.
0: know that makes sense absolutely makes sense and then finally in the closing out the interact portion of the show zoom horror stories hold on to your butts this is one tony and i have to deal with uh, every once in a while this from twitter user howard pinsky says working from home diary day one power went out during our recording construction workers are extra loud today daughter walked in on a meeting singing i like bananas at the top of her lungs we've run into the first two not so much the third one you, but, yeah uh,
1: you if if some kid walks into my room while i'm at home singing uh i love bananas i'm gonna be scared because i don't have a kid and it's just me yeah there's bigger problems You're gonna freak me out
0: <laughs> but folks that does it for this segment when we come back we've got a segment called i saw the sign don't go anywhere we'll be right back <music> Now back to the show. Indeed, this is the Christian Phoenix radio show. It is Thursday, January 7th. Now we talk about the Phoenix line a couple times each day, and it is where you guys call in for the interactive portion of the show, which we just finished up. Tomorrow's topic is the best time travel movie. Um, There's so many great ones out there. Obviously, uh, you know, Back to the Future is probably the biggest example, but there are some fun, obscure ones that um, people may not have seen. So we want you to chime in. Give us a call on the Phoenix line. Let us know what your pick is for the best time travel movie. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O. Or 855-336-4973 for the alpha numerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, which we've aptly titled, I Saw the Sign. You know, we often talk about uh, how clever people here are on the show, um, you know, between uh tweets and posts and and uh um, text messages but every once in a while you see clever people out there in the real world who have crafted signs that just make your day for instance this one you have this coffee shop sign that shrugs off the haters says come in and try the worst coffee one woman on TripAdvisor had in her life you know what take those negative comments turn them around and have fun with it
1: (laughs) yeah That's awesome.
0: Let's move on with I saw the sign.
1: sign.
0: sign. (laughs) This sign knows exactly what the problem was. Big green sign on a fence with uh, barbed wire on the top says, This work center has been accident-free since Joe left.
1: (laughs) 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 That's pretty good.
0: Uh, Joe must have been the clumsy one there.
1: Yeah. Damn it, Joe.
0: Now at uh, Costco, uh, I know our local one does. They've got like a little uh, count up timer that, uh, you know, days without an incident or something along those lines. Do you have that there?
1: We do. We have it in our break room. That's crazy that they have it out for everybody to see. Ours is behind, behind for just employees to see.
0: <laughs> but it's good to know. You know, obviously, uh, there's a lot of heavy objects uh you know uh, forklifts a lot of moving pieces and so uh yeah
1: it's hard not it's hard to go a lengthy amount of time uh like our building does a if you can get to 90 days with accident free our boss will make us like a steak lunch which Ooh, is pretty cool it's nice. like barbecue yeah how do often it, does that happen we don't get it too often <laughs> now when i first got there we got it quite a bit i think we got up to a hundred over 180 days i don't know what the streak is at my current store Ooh, nice
0: so wow. if you do 180 days uh do you get it twice 90 days mm-hmm. times two nice yeah
1: yeah yeah so that's the we've had it twice so i i know i've been there but lately it seems like you know, you got the winter weather, so you get the people that strain their backs outside lifting heavy things. It's cold. They stub their toe. Uh, you know, we had a guy pretending he was Super Mario, jumped over a pallet. Mm, <laughs> you know, you get you get some stuff.
0: Did uh, When he uh, didn't make it, did you get that want, want, want oh, so? I
1: don't. I'm sure he got it. <laughs> Do, do, do,
0: do, do. <laughs> oh but no yeah wow, 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 wow. yeah mo- let's move on with I saw the sign and we'll be posting these on our Facebook page so if you want to see any of these signs for yourself uh, a little bit after the show ends go ahead and head over to our Facebook page and you can uh, check them out they are Genius. For instance, this sign that knows the struggle of trying to decipher that prescription slip says a a wise doctor once wrote, and then underneath it is just a bunch of little scribbles. (laughs) Doctors have the worst penmanship.
1: Yeah, I should have been a doctor because mine's pretty bad.
0: (laughs) Moving on with uh, I saw the sign. I saw the sign. obviously being here in uh nevada northern nevada you know we've got our fair share of strip clubs and brothels and things along those lines well this strip club took that opportunity for a pun no their sign didn't say closed it said clothed till april 30th which is quite apt for a strip club yeah (laughs) here's a sign that uh you know is is basically a poster for the beloved family pet Yeah, you see those posted on the uh, um, uh, telephone poles of, you know, Lost Fluffy or whatever it is with the little pole tabs. Well, this one, Lost Roomba. His name is Higgins. Does not bite. My husband left our bungalow door open and our Roomba escaped. We (laughs) followed his cleaning track for four kilometers. This must be out of the U.S. Four kilometers down to the beach where we lost his trail. Higgins cannot swim. Please bring... (laughs) Him home to us. (laughs) Poor Higgins. (sighs) But you know what? Roombas can be expensive. So uh, you know, either somebody's got a brand new Roomba or uh, you know, Higgins will be returned safely. No reward offered, unfortunately. (laughs) Let's move on with I I Saw the Sign. This one, brilliant. A bar sign that actually makes sense. It says preschool rules and bar rules are the same. You pee your pants, you go home. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> As it should be. That means you've had too much to drink. If you have no self-control down there, it's time to go.
0: Right. And if you're in preschool and you're peeing your pants and you've had too much to drink, there's bigger issues.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Some bad stuff.
0: Alright, let's move on. I saw the line. We were talking about books earlier, physical books still being more popular than ebooks. While well, this bookstore sign that looks on the bright side of things, stuck in the snow, says, Cold, check out a book. You'll still be cold, but at least you'll have a book.
1: <laughs> it's true. That
0: is very true. Very true. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just glanced at our next one and uh, oh, so brilliant. I, I, I love when people are creative with these types of things. I saw the sign. <laughs> There's this sign that comes with a very important warning from Hidden Springs Church it says, Laughter is the best medicine unless you have diarrhea. Cha cha cha. <laughs> then laughter uh, actually might be the worst medicine because if you're laughing too hard and you've got diarrhea, there's uncontrollable things happening.
1: <laughs> That's not good.
0: Let's move on with I saw the sign. 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 (laughs) This one describes me perfectly at the end of the day. Very relatable. Sign says, my mind is like an Internet browser. Nineteen tabs are open. Three of them are frozen. And I have no idea where the music is coming from. (laughs) (laughs) I know we've all experienced that in the internet browsers, but uh, by the end of the day, with everything that I'm juggling, I'm, de- I'm there. I'm, I, I just have to decompress and, and hit that reset button and start fresh for you guys every morning.
1: That's the best way to do it. It's, you got to have a fresh take on everything.
0: <laughs> Let's move on with I Saw the Sign. I
1: saw the sign. Isn't it open.
0: Here's a sign that uh, sort of airs their employee woes. It's a Dairy Queen sign says, Abby, you need to show up for work. All right, OK, <laughs> it might be easier to call Abby, but yeah, uh, you know. I've
1: been putting her on blast like that right. for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, here's a perfect pun. I saw the time. This for a uh, Jewish synagogue says Adam and Eve, first ones to ignore Apple terms and conditions. Of course, if you know anything about the Bible and the forbidden apple, you'll know that uh, that is quite the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, we talked was it yesterday maybe two days ago we're both more dog people not so much cat people but cats can have some interesting things that they do for instance this next sign I Makes you wonder how many times someone knocked before the sign was made. It's a glass door. We're at the very top of the glass door. There is a real live cat that's sort of smooshed between the curtain and the glass. And the sign says, this cat is not stuck. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's good. Thanks for letting us know. That, that is well appreciated. We like that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and yeah, it makes you wonder how many people actually like, tried to get the cat down.
1: The cat's stuck, what do we do?
0: <laughs> uh, and then finally, a sign that uh, perfectly illustrates what we all needed to be doing all along, but is now more apt than ever. I saw the This sign in a bathroom college says, wash your hands like you've been eating Doritos and you now have to take out your contacts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, hey, that is a smart way to go about that. (laughs) I've observed a lot lately of uh, the hand washing between work and being at the airport, yada yada. Man, a lot of people just go,
0: Okay, I'm good. Yep. Yep. I'm like, they've gotten lazy. Wash your damn hands, people, folks. Wash it. That does it for I Saw the Sign. When we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, January 7th. Can you believe we're already at the end of the show? Boy, the second hour just flies by. But if you missed a portion of the show you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes! Eagle just saved us from the state Puff, Folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. and We care so much that uh, at this time every day, we drop a little knowledge, hopefully, make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. In the globe for the stories that turned the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right. This day in 1610, Galileo Galilee discovers the first three moons of Jupiter, Io, Europa, and Ganymede. I wonder what uh, Galileo Figaro would have thought about that.
1: Galileo, Galileo Figaro.
0: Magnifico. I'm an
1: astronomer, an astronomer and physicist.
0: Physicist. With
1: a big beard
0: <laughs> and a frowny face. <laughs> All right, moving on uh, this day. In 1618, Francis Bacon becomes mm, Lord Chancellor of England. Bacon. Mm, bacon. Get in
1: my belly! Lord Chancellor Bacon here. One day I will have a great second, fifth, seventh, eighth nephew named Kevin. And he will foot loose and shake it where dancing is illegal.
0: <laughs> I had bacon this morning. It was delicious. Oh, bacon. This day in 1860, the Romney campaign. Stonewall Jackson marches towards Romney, West Virginia. Um, I don't know if you're looking at the picture of him, Mm, Tone, but. uh,
1: Confederate general.
0: He's got uh, a little little lazy eye thing going on there. can it
1: be now? who can it be now
0: <laughs> that's
1: what he looks like just the beard
0: totally <laughs> moving on this day in 1894 early five-second film of fred ott sneezing shot by edison manufacturing is the first ever copyrighted film footage
1: hot too copyright <laughs>
0: and while uh, thomas edison is a known uh, who I kind of want to say plagiarist, but uh, yeah, he would take other people's ideas and make them his own and then uh, uh, patent them. He did a good job of it, obviously, with what we're doing, with you people, even, you people being able to see... Hey, who's people right there were a
1: five-second field with Fred Ott, you know? I'm mean, going to copyright that, like Joe. <laughs> copyright. I stole it from you.
0: You folks being able to see us live on video is all thanks to these early inventions, which is just awesome. It's awesome. So cool. So cool. All right. uh, Moving on down to 1916. This day in response to pressure from President Woodrow Wilson, Germany notifies the U.S. State Department that it will abide by strict international rules of maritime warfare. Um, oh, Woodrow. Giggity, giggity, go. WW.
1: Sorry. I think of the O Woodrow from that uh, Simpsons episode where Bart dates Mrs. Krabappel. I think I've referenced that once on this day in history. <laughs>
0: you may have. Yeah. You may have.
1: I live life through the Simpsons sometimes, the earlier ones.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, at this point, we typically. Sh- Skip through, you know, late thirties through the mid forties, yeah, just because sad. it's sad, it's scary, it's you know things that uh, while it's important to remember, you know, re- yeah, you know, looking back on some of the atrocities that happened back then, not worth it. No. So we're going to skip ahead to nineteen fifty-five, where Marian Anderson becomes the first African American to perform with the New York Metropolitan Opera.
1: That's awesome.
0: That is very cool. I respect the opera. Mm. I probably will never be found dead at an opera
1: no no i wouldn't either but but it's talent and you could look at uh marion anderson just by her picture and i i bet she had a soulful voice so that oh, was totally. very
0: nice yeah would have liked to have heard that yeah moving on this day in 1955 you've got
1: 55
0: a- <laughs> 20 year old future world heavyweight boxing champion Floyd Patterson scores a fifth round TKO of Willie Troy in a non title super middleweight bout at New York's Madison Square Garden. And every time they mention Floyd Patterson, they put up this picture of him in like Western gear. I assume he was an actor as well.
1: I must. I I don't get it. It looks like he's something out of Bonanza in the picture. And on top of that, it's that's pretty cool that Madison Square Garden was around in 1955. I did not know that.
0: Hosting big boxing matches. Yeah.
1: I thought that was something in the 70s for sure but i didn't realize it went back to the 50s that's that's pretty damn cool there you go no wonder they call it the world's most famous arena i i was excited to go there i mean you could feel it just feels cool to be inside of that
0: place there's a lot of history there for sure this day in 1958, Gibson issued U.S. patent for the Flying V guitar. Ooh. And again, I think that was sort of before its time as well. I mean, the Flying V is something that was big in the 80s. 1958?
1: Oh, I, I thought Dave Mustaine of Megadeth created that. No. Hello, me. I created it in the world of the Flying V. But then I left for a company named Jackson. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding, Dave.
0: Just kidding. <laughs> This day in 1959, the U.S. recognizes Fidel Castro's Cuban government. And of course, on that same day, American gangster Meyer Lansky flees Cuba for the Bahamas due to the Cuban revolution and rise of Fidel Castro.
1: Yeah, I'm going down to the Bahamas. See, yeah, Cuban cigars are coming with me. Yeah. I'm Meyer Lansky. He <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like uh, Landry from... Uh, from the packers totally yeah that little
0: thing <laughs> moved on this day in 1970 farmers sue max yazger for $35,000 in damages caused by the woodstock festival Ooh. that would have been one of those events that i would have loved to have been at uh, you know obviously historic but imagine cleanup afterwards yeah. they're
1: not social distancing and they're not wearing their masks Very offended.
0: (laughs) How dare them. Yeah, I
1: wonder how much damage that was compared to the 1999 one when they had all the bad-ass new metal bands. Like, Mm -hmm. during Limp Bizkit said, I know that caused the most. Like, remember they were lighting stuff on fire and all that.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that, yeah. Um, This day in 1979, the NFC Championship game at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum, Dallas Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Rams 28 to nothing, which uh, if they played nowadays would probably be the opposite.
1: And you know what's cool is that um, in the AFC, when the Steelers beat the Oilers, like I bet that was a really awesome Super Bowl back in the 70s. That would have been fun. That's when the steel curtain was really big, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Still good. I mean, the Steelers still have a real good chance of getting there this year, too, but uh, awesome. Cowboys, however, no. (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) Not so much.
0: This day in 1983, President Reagan ends the U.S. arms embargo against Guatemala.
1: Ronald Reagan, the actor?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's the only reason I did that one, Tony, is because I knew you were going to pull that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, this day in 1991, Saddam Hussein prepares his his troops for what he says will be a long, violent war against the U.S. Wasn't long. It was somewhat violent, and of course, we found him in his little bunker a few years later.
1: Yeah, and I always, like, I remember during this time frame as a kid, I was like, so his name's so damn insane? (laughs) Like, I I really thought that. So every time I hear Saddam Hussein, I hear in my head, you know, so damn insane. That's what I thought as a kid.
0: Hey, it works. Stuck. It absolutely works. Uh, this day in 1998, former White House intern Monica Lewinsky signs affidavit denying she had an affair with President Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
1: And that was not, I, I can't explain the white stain on her dress. <laughs> Maybe she had a latte.
0: This day in 1998, Los Angeles Lakers center Shaquille O'Neal blocks three shots in a 114 to one Oh two win over Milwaukee to bring his career total to 1,002.
1: He's so tall. Like how did you shoot against Shaq? Right. I mean, the guy's just a massive, tall human being,
0: just a massive, massive man.
1: He is. And he's funny too. I like his, I like that. He looks the same now as he did when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like his transition outside of the uh, NBA. Like he's he's pretty entertaining. Not like you don't want him in movies like to be the main guy. Like what was that? It wasn't Shazam Kazam? Kazam. Yeah. Oh god, that was terrible. <laughs> that was pretty it was bad. So bad.
0: And then finally, this day in 2011, The King's Speech, starring Colin Firth, Jeffrey Rush, and Helena Bonham Carter is released in the U.K. Uh, That was a good movie. You know, obviously, we talk a lot about uh, genre and action movies, but uh, if you get a chance to check it out, wonderful, wonderful acting. Mm -hmm. And then before we leave you guys for the day and head on into Friday, let's run down some of today's holidays, shall we? And this is the point of the show where... Tony would normally cut me off with that, but uh, today is DeStaff Day. I have no idea what that is. No, it is Harlem Globetrotters Day.
1: <laughs>
0: I think they've only ever I like
1: school. It's Harlem Globetrotters. I <laughs>
0: you. I think they've only ever lost once in their entire career. Oh, well,
1: yeah. They were just. I don't know. I never was big on them.
0: <laughs> it is. I'm not going to take it anymore. Day.
1: No, I'm not. You're done. You're fired.
0: International Programmers Day. Ooh. It is National Tempura Day. Ooh, that sounds yummy. it does. National Bobblehead Day.
1: Ooh, get yourself some pop bobbleheads.
0: National Old Rock Day. Ooh,
1: I'll listen to some old rock.
0: And Tony, this one's for you. National Pass Gas Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Just kidding. That was a (laughs) fake fart. Folks, that does it for today's show. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and good news, everyone, as we do on Fridays. Enjoy your Thursday. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.